Good morning, everyone. Good morning. What's going on? Marcus Griffin here. Confessions from an Attic Day 9, 10, 11. Just recapping the weekend. Um, I know day nine. I came out, I, I was discussing frustration. And even saying the word frustrates me because I feel like I'm always leaving out the R. I know simple shit. Um, but yeah, um, as I'm slowly starting to realize things, I don't say slowly. I realize, you know, kind of taking my time with this and trying to see where the direction of this podcast is going. I don't want it to be a daily, um, just me sounding like I'm talking about my sorrows, my woes, wanting you to feel sorry for me, wanting you to feel my pain. Um, I mean, I do, you know, but it's also, I want, I want you to get something out of it, myself included. And, you know, I'm at this point now where all, all there's left is work. And I hate hard work. Um, I've been blessed enough to be kind of handed things in life. I mean, sure, I worked at playing sports. But for the most part, I was given the gift of having a good arm, uh, being able to hit a ball. Um, I will say I was fat. I was a chubby kid, but I got fast because I was chasing a girl. So all my friends had bikes. I didn't have a bike. I ran alongside the bike. And it was almost, you know, two white kids on the bike, like, look how fast this nigga runs. You know, yeah, I was running to the attention of a girl. We all were. She lived right down the street from us. It was good times. And we hung out and partied, whatever the case may be. Granted, we were only 10, 11, so we didn't party. But we was always trying to get the affection of one female. And for me, that's kind of why I recap so many relationships. The story of my life is relationships. You know, I'm always with that, like I said, that fear of being alone. And I finally hit that wall or that point where how I was with females doesn't work anymore. And the reason I say that is because with this change, I want to make sure all my intentions are pure. Now, I've discussed how I've used females. I won't say used, but I guess maybe it is used. I kind of have my, pers- my father's personality in the sense where I like to work people. I like to see what I can get out of you. I like to give you this persona that, you know what, I'm a nice guy and I'm innocent and sweet and, you know, I make you laugh. And in return, I could pay for lunch if if you put me up in your house and put me up in your spot and let me chill and we fuck and everything's cool with no real intentions of a future. You know, I'm just trying to get by. And, you know, at the time when I was working with my brother, that was my means. It's like, what female can I shack up with so I ain't got to drive my ass all the way home? You know, but now I'm at this point where when you look within yourself and then you talk to individuals, you realize it's more to life than what you can get out of people in the sense of for your own means being met. You know, um, with that being said, I got to get out of my mama house. It's driving me crazy. She's been on like some, now she's like, investigator inspector type i don't hell if i know you know what i mean where everything is just draw suspicion you go into the bathroom or are you back on coat like now nah, i'm going to the gym and you see me drinking water all the time like you know i found a baggie near your car okay he even showed me the baggie yesterday that was a funny thing i was like yeah let me see the fucking bag if you think i'm high again let me, let's see this shit and you know i'm breaking it down i'm even trying to help her like you see any white residue do you see anything like, no, it's dirt. Like you just picked up a, a dirty ass bag. Stop it. 
you didn't know or you didn't want to know for years that I was high. So just just let it be. You know, and that's one of the things I'm trying to get to this plan of action now. One of, I think for everybody, it's all about just decisions, decisions, choices. Do you want to decide to be happy? Do you want to make the choice of working towards your happiness? If you do, then shut the fuck up and live each day like that. Now there's going to be problems that come along the way. There's going to be issues. It's life. Something's always going to come up. But at the same time, it's your choice on, you know what? I'm not going to let it affect me. I mean, I'm in a situation. My mama see bills like, yeah, this is past due. That's past due. Okay. Yeah, I was out there getting high and doing other things, not paying bills. What do you expect? Okay, I'll work on it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to stress over it. Take my car. I don't give a fuck. Like, I know my high power got me. And I'm not saying I'm not going to pay the bills. I'm just, you get what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm going to stress over it. You know, relationship that I'm in. I'm not, not going to stress over this shit no more. I work. You know, I pay the bills. I get my own place. I get my own independence. Everything will take care of itself. You know, and I think as people, that's really what it should be. We try to control so many things. We try to prevent being hurt. We try to prevent um, falling in a hole or prevent bad things from happening. You can't. They just going to come. You know what I mean? And it's just how you want to deal with it when they come. That's that's what it's going to make or break you. You know, um, I mean, shoot, my mom was in a lot of debt dealing with my father and got us all out of that. And I appreciate it for it. But at the same time, my father did to her is make her look at me like you the same kind of man and treated me the same kind of way. You just like your father. When are you going to get your life together? Here's twenty dollars to help you. Like, OK, what the fuck I didn't get my life together for you getting it together for me. You know, people ask what I do. I'm like, I'm an only child. I just live. Shit. The fuck I need to do. I got the money coming to me, you know. But now, like I said, being this own person, I need to grow the fuck up. That's the main thing. I think a lot of people need, just need to grow the fuck up. You know, we spend a lot of time just spinning our wheels for the most part. Either we like to add stress to our life to, to make sure we're alive or something like that's the only feeling we get off on. And we hate to admit that we get off on hurt or pain. Hell, I do. I get off on suffering. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense, you know, but I guess that's my dumb thinking that, you know, what you need to suffer to be happy, you know. And, you know, yesterday I went to church yesterday and got the word, as I said, I love it when people who haven't gone to church in a long time, you're like, it's like the pastor was speaking directly to me. Any message that pastor was going to deliver was going to speak to your ass. Any positivity, hope, prayer, whatever the case may be, it's got to be better than what you was doing for the past month not going to church, you know. And one of the messages was get out of the mess. Get out of the mess. Simple. Everything's simple. Get out of the mess. And a lot of times, what is pretty much discussed, we're in this mess so long, we don't even know we're dirty. Like we didn't got comfortable with it. Like, this is who we are. We wear it proudly, not realizing, man, you one stanky, dirty motherfucker. Like, what is you doing? You know, and a lot of times we don't get out of that mess because we're too scared to ask for help. We're too scared to change. I know for me personally, it's uncomfortable. 
it's uncomfortable not doing the things that I want to do. You know, being put in, put in a position of have to now. Because that's where I'm at. You know, I have to work out of this situation. I have to build credibility with the people I've been not credible with. Or the people I bullshitted with. You know. Um, and it's interesting. You know, I mean, I get it every day. I'm like... <laughs> I laugh. I'm sorry I laugh because, you know, being the stronger people in my life, it'd be like, well, what? oh, you want me to do this for you? What the fuck have you done? You've been bullshitting for a year and a half now. And I'm like, a year and a half? You know, that I put t- tens on the timeline. I'm always like, that don't count. Them first six months, who knows? The next six months, yeah, I fucked up. So really, I've been fucking up for six months. You can't put a whole totality of a year and a half. Like, let's break it down. Like, I justify, excuse shit. I, you know... I try everything, but now I'm just at that point where, damn, only thing now left is a man of my word and a man of action, you know, and I'm sorry, I, I don't have any stories really today I should dive into, but I, I don't want to say to all people out there, just be people of action. You want to be happy, be happy. And if you want to throw a fit, throw a fit, then be happy. You know, you want to have your little spiral moment, fucking ha- make it epic and then be happy. I, that's that's me. Like, when I'm pissed. I, 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 I used to I recall a time I'm hanging with my girl at the time, bartender chick, Angie. And, you know, she works late to the night. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. So when she get off, she still want to hang out. I'm tired. I got to get up at five in the morning. But my boy's with us. Got to have a translator. Once again, I don't know how to speak Spanish. And there's something about Spanish people. They don't try to make it easy on you when you don't speak Spanish. Like, you could tell somebody that, you know, you could, if a foreigner came, I hate to say foreigner, but it is what it is. And it's like, no, English, or don't speak English. You would slow down your speech, hoping that maybe a word would catch. Maybe it's dumb. Maybe it's stupid. I don't know. But. You can tell somebody you don't really speak Spanish, like Paquito Espanol, and they still talk as if you understand fucking Spanish. It's amazing. So we're chilling, and I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be in a good mood, and it's going on midnight, then one o'clock. Oh, you don't want to leave? Then they try and leave. Everybody sit the fuck down. Fuck that shit. We still drinking, and we drinking to the way we hours now. Fuck it. So I'm like, man, you want to go out with a bang, piss people off, do that shit. And then be happy about it. Don't be sad about any of your actions. Because they're your actions. And you chose to do the shit. So what today? Decide to be happy and choose to live accordingly. Get back at y'all tomorrow. What's up, man? Day 11 continue. Why not? I'm here at work and I'm bored. When I'm bored, I do dumb shit. Like, I just had a couple shots of vodka right now. And, hey, this confession from an addict. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm not addicted to alcohol. This doesn't want to make me to continue drinking. I'm actually about to take a sip of this water. But, I think about shit. It's, it's, it's story time. Because I'm, I'm honest with my peoples. All four of y'all, whoever's listening. I'm honest. I'm the realest, fakest motherfucker you want to know. I say fake because a lot of times I often play both sides of the spectrum. Like, you know, when I'm mixed, 
I pick and choose when I choose to be black, when I choose to be white. I had a, I recall a time I was in an altercation with my woman in a hotel room, and I'm like, you're black. They'll arrest you first, and I'll be off, and I got white friends here. I mean, it's the corniest shit ever. How is she with me with all the crazy racist shit going on? I don't fucking know. I, but God bless her motherfucking heart for still sticking with a nigga. Um, that's why like, I hope to get rich off this shit. And I'm sure she's going to probably take most of the credit for it. She should. She's been through a lot, as we both have. Um, but, yeah, I like to play both sides. You know, I like to be tough, but I'm scared of the motherfucker. You know, I've been in three fights my whole life. Maybe four. Four fights. But for this joke purposes, we're going to say three. Because after them first two ass whoopings, I made a decision. I don't want to fight too much. And I fucked up my joke. But with that being said... Um, I'm spoiled, but I act like I come from struggle. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, I'm all mixed up. Like, I'm spoiled as fuck. And I just want to add a note. Uh, if you're ever in downtown LA, do not buy Coke from down the street of Las Cabos Bar. I know I put them on blast, but man, they used to say like little pebbles and shit. I don't know if you've ever got a bag like that where it's all little broken up pebbles. You can't really crush it. You can't do lines. You can't do shit. And with me being spoiled, I'll just tell you it's funny because a lot of times I want the best quality. And I buy it from this one gentleman. And it's funny because he would bag it up. And drug dealers, don't be lazy. Buy the little baggies, especially for motherfuckers that only want grams. You know what I mean? If they're getting an eight ball or something like a quarter pound or something, cool. Put the shit all in one bag, saran wrap bag. You know, they give you them little, like, little lunch bags and shit. And they roll it up and tie it up. I don't have fucking nails. I buy my nails. So it's hard for me to unloosen the tie. So I end up breaking the shit all over. Which at times is kind of a treat. I'll admit. There'll be times I'll be getting high in the car. And I drop shit on purpose. Just so there'll be crumbs of cocaine on the floor. So that I could discover the shit later. It's the funniest shit in the world. I remember one day I'm leaving work. And I was like, is that a nugget of cocaine? My day just got better. As this podcast will get better. We're going we to loosen the fuck up. I'm loosening the fuck up. I'm not saying I should drink while doing this shit. But it brings out the funny. You know, like I said, I'm a comedian. I did use cocaine to bring out my asshole uh, persona. Because when you're on that shit, you say whatever comes to mind. Don't really give a fuck. You know. And the sad thing is it's stuck. Because I don't give a fuck. Like, my mom being this investigator, I'm like, trust. I'll tell you if I'm using it again. I don't give a fuck. My mama's white. You know what I mean? My girlfriend did the best thing she could do and was exposed me for using coke. And I told my mama she crazy. I don't do cocaine. Ah, she wilding. You know what I mean? And she believed me, of course. You know? She thinks the woman's unstable. Okay, yeah. Possibly, but not really. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 where it is. Like I said, a whole mixture of crazy shit. And that's where I'm going with it. And anyway, she even had proof. She had the person I bought it from, person I met with, she had pictures, the whole fucking nine. Twist the story, lied, whatever, and she believed me. And the addict loves the, the stupidity, not even the stupidity of people, but the love people have for them. We can't see it because we use it. I mean, I have a conversation with my mom and she's, you know, um, unfortunately, uh, um, my ex soon to be ex-wife her boss passed away 
due to suicide. Suicide is nothing to joke about. I will not joke about that. But I love it that I'm dealing with a woman and my mom that just thinks, how do people not know this? Or how do people not see what's going on? Or whatever the case may be. And it's like, I've been getting high around you for two years. You didn't fucking know. Like, people just don't know. Unfortunately, we are consumed with our lives. And we also, whatever that person's giving off is the persona that they got things under control. I thought I had my cocaine under control, or at least hidden, you know. I had it hidden so much that when my ex-wife, who my current wife at the time, this is going to get complicated, exposed my situation of he's on coke and this and that. She didn't believe it. And she would crack jokes while we were just in the house. Like, let's say she's putting baby powder on my daughter and there'd be some baby powder on her bed. Look, babe, some cocaine. Do you want to use it? And I just sit back and laugh like, I know the fucking difference. No, it ain't. Now, if you look on the closet and there's crumbs of cocaine there, yeah, you got me. You know what I mean? I remember my mom, she, you know, because people live in denial. And my my mom would say, you know, I found a white substance in your closet. And I don't think about lying. All I'm thinking about is, I hope you didn't pick that white substance up because I'm going to use that shit later. You know what I'm saying? And... As I go on this tangent, I'm just like, I don't care to be in denial no more. And as people, we shouldn't be in denial of who the fuck we are. We are, we are all that. We're flawed. We're great. We make mistakes. We make beautiful things turn the shit into nothing. I mean, we are a creative bunch of individuals. And so I didn't even go there. Because I was, I was actually getting into the story time shit. It's quite funny, my stories of cocaine. You know, like I said, oh, to get back to the point of being spoiled. So my, my dealer at the time, he gave me these saran wrap baggies. And his shit was hard as fuck. Now, if there's any addicts listening, I'm like, I'm sure you dick hard. Like, ooh, hard ass cocaine. That's the best kind, whatever the case may be. And I remember thinking in my head, like, hey, dude, can you, uh, I want to go back in his house. Like, can you crush this shit up? I can't immediately use this shit. (laughs) Like, make it for me, you know? And that's my problem. I think shit is all about me. That shit about all about addicts and people in this world, we think it's all about us. And a lot of times it's not. Most of the time it's not. Most of the time, if people are going through a struggle, they just want you to listen. They don't want you to solve their problems. They just need to talk this out. Because we're all fucking capable. You know? There's no... There's no, like, nothing in us that we can't see what we're going through. We going through it. We just want to talk the shit about what we going through. You know? And maybe even saying that, I found this purpose of the podcast. And let's have a couple shots of vodka before I started. Nah, I'm just playing. Um, Anybody got any secrets? And I'm not saying you got to air it here. I'm just saying there's no real reason to be secretive about you none because we all got some shit that we either dealing with that we either like that we either you know we think it's an embarrassment ain't no embarrassment most embarrassing thing happened to me this year a motherfucking shit on himself that's it i was never embarrassed by using coke it was embarrassing that I ran out of gas going to get some coke one time. And it was funny. I mean, here I had 34 miles a gallon. And here's 
what an addict can do. Like, here's some of the things. So, you know, as far as using, I knew I had 34 miles left in my tank. I knew someone that does coke. And, you know, I went over his house and he was 17 miles away. So I was like, 17, I can get back to the house. 17 to 17, that's all day, shit. Just don't push on the gas too hard, don't burn too much gas, and we can make it happen. So yeah, I use that shit, and it's funny, because it's someone I don't even kick with every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? If they listen, I apologize. Yeah, I used up your coke that day. My bad, but hey, made a dope-ass song. I don't know if you used it. Maybe we was high at the time, but the lyrics was muff. The co- the, at least the hook was banging. You know what I mean? And fuck y'all, I could write a little bit. I do poetry. I'm working on some a poetry book right now, Love Drug. And, you know, with that being said, it's story time. I love story time. I mean, it'd be the funniest shit. I really think about it all the times, you know, when, like, my mom, you like, I found it. Like, I, I, I'll tell you about this, because my mom just thinks she's the best fucking... Like, she's Inspector Gadget or some shit, which she really fucking is. Some shit just be too funny. Um, and white people in general, like, stop loving your kids so much that you don't want to believe it. Your kids ain't all that fucking great. <laughs> and you ain't all that great as fucking parents. Acknowledge that shit. We all aren't. We fuck up, you know. And I remember my mom found a bag. She said it looked like one of his bags. I'll tell you his bags. This is how funny this shit is. Where my mom is so in denial of the fuck up that I am. And the fucked up shit she do. So she moved a drug dealer in our house. This is the funniest shit. Because another like, once again, all my shit balls chicks. I don't know what the fuck it is. Whatever. I'm light-skinned, hazel eyes. I don't give a fuck. Conceited this shit. Think I look good. Whatever. If you don't, if you don't like short guys, which apparently that's a thing now. I was on fucking okay Cupid, and most of the attractive women are like, you're very attractive, but you're 5'5". Five five. The fuck that mean? You know what I'm saying? I might be 5'5 five five with a confidence of a 6'2", nigga. What, is, what does that fucking mean? You know what I mean? But I get I get it. I mean, one, one woman, woman that wouldn't have worked. She was like 5'11". Five I'm 5'5". Five five. I would have been eating pussy standing up. Like, she would have been crazy. And so, I would have. Don't get me wrong. I love eating pussy. That's probably another one of my addictions. But with that being said, um, yeah, dating this Puerto Rican chick. And my mom didn't like the fact that her dude was out all the time at night. And I would tell her, like, well, he's a drug dealer. What did you think he was going to get involved with? What did you think he was going to be doing? He deals weed at night. She could have left it at that. No. She said that doesn't deal weed doesn't deal you brought a motherfucking crack dealer in our motherfucking house in our house knowing you come from or i come from or even you you dealt with a crackhead you bring a fucking crack dealer in the house where is your motherfucking morals or whatever i mean you would think you would hate a drug dealer for what it did to this family and what it did to your husband and you invite one in the fucking house Hope that gives you a little insight on who the fuck and why the fuck I am the way I am. And why I don't really, I don't, I love people, but I don't give a fuck about people. Because people are some fucked up ass individuals, me, myself included. 
You know, I like to make the excuse and be like, I'm a product of this fucked up shit and I just live with it and I cope with it and I manage and deal with it the best way possible. But the main thing is, as people, we don't have to go down that road. Just because someone's fucked up to us don't mean we have to be fucked up to them. Actually, it means we should be a lot more, uh, a lot more better, a, a lot more better. I don't know if that makes sense, but we should go the extra mile to reach a higher standard to maybe they could see that shit. You know what I'm saying? For the woman that said for years, you're just like your father. So you bring a fucking crack dealer in our motherfucking house. Who the fuck are you then? And this is where the black side of come out. Like I said, I play both sides. Are you the white devil to kill who is my father within me by getting me high? Now, I never smoke crack. Like I said, I do a half-ass lot of shit. I didn't take it down that road. I half-assed it. Only did coke. You know, I didn't go spamming more. I didn't do crack. I didn't do fucking heroin. I wasn't, you know, I'm, I'm afraid of needles. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we when it comes to my mind, we talk about a person who wants me to be accountable Meanwhile, she's not accountable for shit. Not accountable for a motherfucking thing. And that's her own journey. That's her own shit she got to work through. You know? And as I'm working through this situation now, I'm just like, I really ask myself, who truly wants to get help out their situation? If you're an addict out there, just admit the shit. Do you really want to truly get, do you truly want to get help? Or do you want to continue to mask your pain through your addiction do you want to live in denial you know because i found my i'm trying to find my purpose here my purpose is confession of an addict i don't want to be in denial anymore and i don't give a fuck if you hear stories and like oh he wants somebody to feel sorry for him do it then if you i don't want nobody to feel sorry for me it's not what this shit is this shit is through the process of storytelling and the process of confessing my shit is putting on a whole new cloak putting on a whole new me where it's like yeah that addict shit that's in me but I ain't, it ain't gotta, I ain't gotta wear that shit proudly I gotta go with that shit every fucking day you know <clears throat> so we're so as a society caught up in how shit looks how a person looks I fed off it unfortunately for Angie it's like you don't even speak my motherfucking language and you want me to be your boyfriend because I look good. And certain friends tell you, like, man, she loves Mr. Marcus. And I don't even know why. You can't even, I can't even speak with you. We can't communicate. But you caught up on how I look. You know, it's sad. We're a materialistic society, we're superficial. We only see shit on the surface. So this process is, I'm digging deeper. I want everybody to dig deeper. I want people to come home today, woman or today, fucking family or whatever, and just be like, yo, this is who the fuck I am. You know, this is, this is what I live with every fucking day. And I understand if it's going to take y'all time to forgive me or time to come to some, some grips with it, you know. And I know, I mean, as much as I talk about mom, I know it's just coming grips with it. That's, there's nothing that woman wouldn't do for me. And right now I'm just trying to not use it all up to stop trying to fuck up to where I can use it all up. Cause when it got bad, I tried to, hey, that whole year I was living in my mom's house, bad. And for whatever 
people think of my girlfriend that truly know the whole situation, she tried to make the best of it. She saw the flaws immediately. There's some people that see what's broken in people and try to fix it. And a lot of times, maybe the methods we that people use to fix shit, we don't like. But the fact that they acknowledge something's broken is what should be respected. You know, and my mom and her don't get along at all. And my mom, she exudes bad energy, bad energy. I mean, I'm not blaming her for the breakup of my marriage, but I'm blaming, but it was a situation that I didn't think about. You know, my wife at the time was like, yo, we gotta get out of here. It's too negative, way too negative. I mean, my mom would do shit like, hey, do you wanna put this headboard under your, over your bed? No, I don't want the headboard. Don't, no, don't put a headboard on my fucking bed, no. And my girl and I take a trip to Sacramento, we come back, there's a fucking headboard under the bed. Over, a headboard attached to my bed. What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't you know I'm an asshole? So now, when we fucking, I'm trying to make as much noise as possible because you put that fucking headboard attached to my motherfucking bed. You know what I'm saying? And in a week or two, the headboard was not under my bed. It's not attached to my bed. It's actually under my bed. And that's who I am. You fuck with me, you agitate me, I'm going to agitate you worse than you ever could fucking agitate me. Or ever could think you could imagine to go there. And I did. I tried to break my mom. I, I just wanted $4,500. That's how stupid I am. That's some cocaine addict shit. Like, once you pay off my bills, I'll be straight for life. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Still got a car note I got to pay. Still got cell phones. Still got rent. All the other shit that I got to do. But I'm like, yo, I just need this quick fix real quick. You know. And I did. I tried to break my mom. I tried to annoy the fuck out of her. I try to, you know, intimidate any little thing, knowing she would crack. And she didn't. I mean, and it's sad because it just made the relationship what it is and made her not trust me. And I get it. I'm trying to be more calm these days. I'm not trying to show my temper, which is bad as it may be. But someone told me, like, everybody got a temper. Give a fuck about your temper. You know? Everybody has a temper, but one thing I'm realizing, not everybody has a work ethic. Not everybody has a plan. Not everybody has goals. You know? And through this, I'm hoping that my goals will be reached. I'm hoping that people will be reached. I'm hoping that as much as there's pain, there's laughter in that shit. I'm a comedian. I laugh at my shit. I laugh my ass off. When my soon-to-be ex-wife would crack jokes about my use of cocaine. Oh, yeah, with all the cocaine use, I know, right? They actually believe I use it. Shit. Well, I'm going to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> Shit. I was hiding like a motherfucker. The only symptom showing me is a soft dick. That's the only symptom that would catch up to know I'm on, on coke. Then my uh, another good friend of mine, he knew. He's like, your jaws would get tight. Whatever the case may be. You know. Yeah, coke would be funny, man. This, this, this laughter and pain, this joy and that shit. I know it sounds crazy, but to my addicts out there, man, that shit don't last long. Just like the high you trying to achieve, that shit never lasts long. I remember sitting around with the with the Mexicans, like the real fucking Mexicans. They ain't all Mexican. I think one sure you had some different fucking strand. I don't goddamn know. All I know is it was like four or five bags and we passing around that shit and playing poker till six, seven in the morning. Then I go home. 
you know, sleep the whole day. You like that pause? I like that pause. I know a lot of shit, this shit's supposed to be polished, but I like, I, I mean, my shit's raw. It's right in front of your face. Shit that need to be addressed. Shit that everybody goes through, man. Everybody. We all addict of something. Some of you was addict of working hard where they neglect their family. Somebody's an addict of just helping people. You know, I told my mom, I was like, man, we got the best relationship going. You an enabler and I like to be enabled. What better relationship is that? You like to help? I like to be in need of help. You know, and I play that weak card way too long. I'm not fucking weak by any means. I come up with new plans, new strategies, and that's just what it needs to be, positive. Because before that, it was schemes. It was schemes. How can I scheme to get what I want? Oh, if I give her this and show her this, she'll give me that. I always try to pay for loyalty. I always try to pay for love, in a sense. And I don't even pay for it like, hey, I'm buying you. I just mean pay for it like, I'm going to hurt you and I still want you to be there. I'm paying for my mistakes that I'm going to soon make. That's who the fuck I am. And I use that shit, you know? I mean, there's times when my wife is like, yeah, I'll do all this shit. Can you, can you put up with this? Can you deal with that? You know... I bought this so I could cuss you out later. You gotta forgive me. Look what all I've done for you. Shit. 36, I'm learning shit don't work like that. 36 in a real relationship with shit don't work like that. You know, and life is ugly, but with that ugliest, to form something beautiful. Let's all be beautiful today.